the winds of winter is taking forever, man. What's taking George so long? <laughs> I know it's ridiculous. We need we should do something about it. What do you have in mind? Let's see. Have you ever seen Misery? You want to kidnap nerd Santa? All right, so far so good, but maybe we add a few more dragons, maybe some ice dragons. Yeah, it's a good idea. Maybe some more White Walkers as well. Reveal that the Night's King is John's father. Yeah, that's good. And then the Night's King can chop off John's hand, and then John comes back with the Jedi robot hand. Right, right. Uh, bring Snape back to life. Give Tyrion adamantium claws. None of this makes any sense. Give Tyrion adamantium claws. Your beard smells like Cheetos. You haven't liked anything in a while. Logan? You'll probably hate that when you buy the Blu-ray. It's like, oh, I, really I didn't love it. Rogue One when I first saw it. We liked it. We gave it an 8. Yeah, and I, I would lower it to a 7. Oh, a whole point. It's a hey, man, I, don't, I, don't, I don't just hand out points like they're nothing. <laughs> Actually, I, kind of... I mean, you gave Ghost in the Shell like an 8. That was awful. Did you see it? No. <laughs> I just, I feel it. I feel it You're in my soul. With your scores. Didn't you say you liked Amazing Spider-Man too? I, I did. <laughs> but that I just really out. loved Andrew Garfield. I thought he was a good Spider-Man. And you said, right, he, he's a good Spider-Man, not, good, a good yeah, not a good Peter Parker. I think the new, the new guy is pretty good. The new guy's perfect. Tom Holland. I'm looking forward to it, he actually. He balances oh, Peter yeah, Parker 20, and Spider-Man. 20 minutes you saw him. He's perfect. Well, he, he comes across as the nerdy Peter Parker, but he's also got the copy Plus, he's actually, like, how old was Andrew Garfield? He was, like, 28 he or something. Like 29, yeah. So this kid is my age. Yeah, he can he can pull off high school a lot better than Tobey Maguire, who was like 35. <laughs> oh, jeez. All right, so this is Game of Thrones. What? Did someone say? No, no. <laughs> no, just... nothing? No. Game of Thrones Part 3. Uh, just don't let can anyone you just have put, their own creative Can you put down the paper? I think there will be no conflict. I agree. <laughs> now hold your horses. All right. This is uh, Part 2 of Part 3 because we did a previous recording that you guys will never see because my back is still hurting from carrying these two. Oh my it's god! It's ridiculous. I know, right? Jeez. I went to my doctor. He said, "What's wrong? What are you, are you lifting?" You're dragging it a little bit. Dead yeah. weight. Part three of part two of part three. No, it's just part three. Take two. Yeah. They say in the, part the, three. Take in the two. Biz. Maybe you should get your terminology game up. <laughs> Stats. Cut the feed. All right, we're back. It's We didn't really discuss this in part one or part two, which you should go back and watch them. I'm terrific in those. Let's assume that John is a Targaryen. The The showrunners have said we're going to see the biggest battle ever. Yeah, and from the trailer, it looks like that's either going to be for Castle Rock or King's Landing. But uh, I still think they would go with King's Landing. Because I feel like Castle Rock might just be a siege and over, uh, overtaking just to take away the Lannisters, uh, I guess, retreat point. Yeah, I don't think the show is going to spend all their resources on the biggest battle ever for Casterly Rock. but A place we've never seen before. King's right. Landing, the, uh, the fans are familiar with, so it makes sense for them to have the big battle for King's Landing. So you think that it's going to be King's Landing. I think it's going to be King's Landing, but you don't think so. No, I don't think it'll be for King's Landing because I don't see John going down south now that he like he's known what's going on in the north past the wall. So I don't see him going down south. And Daenerys, I'm pretty sure, is going to try to hit up King's Landing first before she tries to go anywhere else. 
I don't see them rerouting. Unless something convinces John to go down south, I don't think there will be a big conflict between John and Daenerys. Well, you don't think he's going to go down south to... He's very... Like, they have bigger issues. I feel like no one really cares that much about King's Landing as when we think about White Walkers. Oh, I mean, just from fuck the south, right? The north is where it's been at since about season five. I think John does go south, though. And there's a set photo of him with Daenerys that might not be... Oh, my God. <laughs> what a spoiler. You said just going to drop this spoiler... You go. said that in the video one. Go ahead. <laughs> that that now that could just be like them on like set hanging out. Doesn't necessarily mean they're in the same scene, but probably does. probably in the same scene. Yeah, probably in the same scene. So I think he'll go south and uh, meet up with her and try to get her. Dragonglass is at Dragonstone. Davos knows that. So when he hears Daenerys comes to King's Landing with three dragons, I think that makes too much sense for him to go and try to align with her. She might actually want to go to King's Landing first, which causes Jon to go back north. He might try to align, but they might have different uh, goals. So you think in the beginning of the season, he goes south. Yes. And maybe she says, okay, we'll do that. The season might even start, depending on like if they start literally when season six ended. It might start with him already in the south, and then that just saves time. Because it's supposed to take weeks to travel. Like, maybe even months to travel to the south from the north. Well, yeah, it took so, King Robert about two months. Let's say they do a time a time jump. Which, you know, you have to assume that other things are going on. I don't think John wants the Iron Throne. He hasn't demonstrated any kind of desire for leadership positions. It's just that other people think he deserves them, so he just kind of goes along with it. He has, he has. I feel like he hasn't shown a lot of ambition. He's ambitious, but not greedy. He's not looking for power. I think at first, especially if he wants to hold on to the North, I don't think she'll be too willing to give up half her kingdom. Once she knows the threat, what's coming North, then she'll align with John, and something will. I'm not sure if they'll get married or not. I think one of them. Oh. I think one of them I will die. I think one of them will die before it all ends. So I don't think this will be a problem when it's the idea of them getting married makes me sick. They definitely don't have time for another wedding. I mean, John and Daenerys makes sense politically. I guess. What <laughs> ones will be the ruler of the north? One's the ruler of the south. Well, Daenerys gave up the Iron Islands. Oh, <laughs> that's such a <laughs> okay. He's probably like, yeah, yeah, no. How south do you think the White Walkers get? I mean, I thought they would at least make it to the Wall by the end of last season, but that's what we said. We said the Wall was coming down, season six. Yeah, or you said it mostly. I just went along with it. No, that was your prediction. I don't recall. Play a clip. Play a clip. <laughs> Play a. Um, but I do think once Bran crosses the Wall. I think the White Walkers will come. And it's only seven episodes, so they could wait until the last episode of this season. It's going to be tough when they get to the Neck. What are they going to do at the Neck? It's all swamps and, and mud and, and water. I think you're just thinking too much over it. They'll probably freeze over it. I don't just know. freeze over it. Let's go ice skating. <laughs> so you think the big battle is going to be for King's Landing between Daenerys and Cersei? Well, they That's say, what I think. Did they say biggest or most expensive? Biggest, I think Daenerys is just going to collapse her. If it's, I feel like there's no there's It could be there. King's Landing with the dragons. I heard that she might be signed on for season eight. Cersei, I heard that too. Oh, so maybe she's walking out alive? Maybe she runs. But can't, I don't know if I can see Well, her. then again, running. you have, you have yeah, to say yeah. that. If you say she's only signed on for season seven, that's just saying that she's going to die. I mean, you can't, you can't... Right. If you're saying eight, you leave it open. I mean, you could say that she's signed on for season eight, but not really. If you say she's only signed on for season seven, that's just... You're telling us she's dead. Yeah, from the way the story is going, I just I still can't see her getting out of season seven. I mean, biggest battle. What what's the other side? Who is Daenerys fighting in this big battle? So it might be a battle for the north. 
That's we, what you think it's going to be. That's going to be the Walkers versus the yeah, North. I think, yeah, the North and the Walkers, it's going to be something. Well, you have two, like, it could be a pretty big battle, King's Landing, because I think Euron will align with Cersei. You might you'll have uh, the sea battle at the sea, at Blackwater maybe, another Blackwater battle. Then you have Daenerys' army going on the gates of uh, King's Landing, and you have the dragon aspect of it. Assuming that Cersei and Euron do align, it looks like she's going to split her army and keep Euron in the west to defend Lannisport. Yeah, I mean, it'll make sense for Cersei to keep some of her forces out west just to protect, you know, Lannisport is very close to Pike and the Iron Islands, so it makes sense for Euron to protect that area because if Daenerys wants to take Casterly Rock, they need to defend that area with a great fleet. If the showrunners are saying there's going to be the biggest battle ever, we could assume that Euron maybe is victorious at the battle in the west, and maybe that's the end of Yara and Theon, and then Euron reunites with Cersei in King's Landing, and that's the big showdown. All right, so let's go to Varys. This is a character that we've basically ignored for the first two. He's a, he's a character like Littlefinger that's been relegated to the background. He wasn't a major character in the first couple of seasons, but he was a supporting character. Now he's he's just there. You brought up the point that it would be cool to see Littlefinger and Varys. Littlefinger is just an evil character. Varys is a good character, and they're both fighting for the same thing. I wouldn't say Varys is necessarily a good character. He's self-interested, but not to the same extent that Littlefinger is self-interested. Like, he sort of has a, a desire for the greater good or to see better things happen. He's, like, thought of as good because he, up until now, he's been supporting characters that we like. But some of the things he has done in the past doesn't, doesn't necessarily make him a good character. As, as you would as you would consider John as a good person. You don't really know what he's going at, but he helped Tyrion, he's friends with Tyrion, he's helping Daenerys now. But you don't think about all the things that he's basically done, how he's kind of helped and start a war in Westeros. Thousands of people have died. Well, that's a dichotomy. Just because he wanted Daenerys to, become, uh, to lead Westeros, even though Westeros wasn't in dire need of a new ruler. Because right. there's no well, way he could have known, like, he may have known about Joffrey, but how like evil he was. But Robert so, Baratheon wasn't necessarily the best king. He was bleeding the country. Littlefinger was. But, right, but he he was the king. But it's, you it's can been, understand it's why said he that they want were, to change it's, the regime. It's been, a pe- it's been peaceful, though. It's not worst-case scenario where... I guess poverty is peaceful. That's a whole different problem. The crown was in debt, not the not the lands. There's seven kingdoms. If King's Landing's not doing well, over in the west they were doing well. The north was relatively okay. The uh, the reach was fine. Dorne. But compared to Littlefinger, his motives are bad. There's no question about that. He's all about himself. Because he's about himself. But Varys, he says he's trying to fight for the greater good, but their actions are, this, are similar, but their motives are... But he has selfish reasons for having Daenerys take the throne. So do you think that's his endgame, Daenerys taking the throne, or is there more to this character? I think in the TV show, I think that's his endgame. We haven't seen enough of him or anything else to really kind of give him the different kind of motive that you apparently see in the books, based on theories. In the books, right. I feel like he's more, I tend to agree with the Blackfire theory. In the book, his his motivations are more self-interested. I think in the show, it'll be more, he's a Targaryen loyalist, which he really has no reason to be. Because if he was really a Targaryen loyalist, then he would have never told uh, the Mad King that Rhaegar was going to ha- the 20th Harrenhal to conspire to have him become king. Because Rhaegar would have been the best king. So if he's really a Targaryen loyalist, he would have allowed that to happen. I don't think he's a loyalist. I think he's a pragmatist where he sees Daenerys is the best choice to rule Westeros at this point so he's just but wouldn't Rhaegar be the, the best ring. choice to rule Westeros at well, that I, time? I don't think he came to that conclusion he was still a young man at the time of Robert's still, Rebellion but he was still with the Mad King and he still tipped him off that's why the Mad King went to the tourney of Harrenhal I, I, don't, I wouldn't call him a Targaryen loyalist I would say maybe he just made a mistake where he didn't think that Rhaegar would be fit to rule just like his father 
but now he sees the way that Daenerys has been ruling over Nessos, and he thinks he this he is thought he thought he had Targaryen aspirations before Daenerys started ruling, before she even had dragons. He well, had at Viserys. that point, he didn't know about that. That would have been a mistake as well. If he would have tried to get Viserys on the throne instead of Robert Baratheon, that would have been a huge mistake. He was essentially just a grown-up Joffrey. But right. I'm saying now he's been able to step back and analyze the situation and says, okay, Daenerys is the best one to put on the throne. Well, why throw all your eggs in a Daenerys basket uh, betting that she's going to be much better? I think it just might be or lazy not writing. Or the, the Viserys basket, I I feel I like they might have just dropped some of uh, Varys' storyline threads and then never picked him back up, and so now he's just kind of there. I feel like it might just amount to nothing in the end. What is he going to do in season seven moving forward? Or is this basically the end of the line? It's not so ridiculous that he's going to support Dinars. It's not, what is he What is he doing, this mad eunuch? <sighs> if you, you said, you mentioned before we started that uh, the scene where he's with o- Oberyn in the throne room. Right. Besides, the absence of desire leaves one free to pursue other things, such as... And he looks to the Iron Throne, like what do most people want, and looks to the Iron Throne. Yeah. I guess maybe that could be in the back of his mind, him trying to take the Iron Throne, but I just don't see it happening. <laughs> king Varys. I don't know. <laughs> no way. I think Littlefinger would be king, even if there was no one to rule. You must despise him. You're working so hard to undermine him. Actually, I rather enjoy him. But he would see this country burn if he could be king of the ashes. Right, that's what Varys says about him. He'll be the king of ashes. But Varys, like, wants a kingdom. Like, he wants there to be subjects, even if he might not be the one who's actually king. As for the Littlefinger character in season seven, recently Sophie Turner came out and said Littlefinger owes Sansa a lot. So I think they can keep him in the fold and use him. But that's that's a very, you're playing with fire. If you try to manipulate Littlefinger, that's not going to work out for you. So I don't see him getting out alive. Well, that's why I would have rather Sansa in season five actually stay with Littlefinger, like more in the books and learn the game from him, because that would have been much cooler to see his background that she learned the game and use it against him. There's not much what he, what he can do. Like if Daenerys takes King's Landing, there's no way he's going to be able to get the Iron Throne that he wants. Yes. And there's yeah. no there's no uh, spot for him going up north to fight the White Walkers unless he takes advantage of everyone going north and him slipping down south. Yeah, it looks like I'm king. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's the only that's the only scenario where I as can soon see as the it. war's over, they just burn him alive. Because I do think they'll find out sooner or later. Too many characters are coming together that know what Littlefinger is and what he did to the to Ned. So I do think his his days are numbered. Him and Varys are in the same boat in terms of their arc. There's not much to do with them anymore. I hope they meet though at least one more time. Varys and Littlefinger. Yeah, just one last. Uh, well, who who do you think's positioned themselves better? Varys. Yeah, Varys definitely. Yeah. Littlefinger thinks he has his game. He thinks that he's right where he wants to be. There's just too much that the audience knows and that other characters know that it's not going to end well for him. Well, Sophie Turner saying that Littlefinger owes Sansa something, that's in complete contrast to the books, because in the books it's going to be Sansa that owes Littlefinger her life. Well, Sansa, I mean... Because he essentially saves her life in the books. In the show, he ruins her life. Littlefinger saves them. The veil saved the day. Does that make up for being tortured and raped? By no, 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 no. I'm not saying that, but... I would say John might owe Littlefinger something, or then, or he can say, "Get the fuck out of my, out of my throne room, go get him." I'm sure that's Ghost. exactly how he'll say it. I'm tired of fighting. <laughs> that's all I've done since I left home. I think the difference with Varys is that you see the relationship between Tyrion and Varys, and that's what really helped him out because Tyrion was able to get into the favor of Daenerys, and then now Varys is as well. Littlefinger never made those personal relationships. 
Barris was a more human character. Littlefinger was a bit more cold well, that, and calculating. He doesn't build uh, friendships. He builds, like, um, superiority over people. Yeah, and he, partnerships almost. He has people, well... Like what he does to the redhead. Partnerships where yeah. he is... You might think it's a what partnership. What he did to Ned Stark in season one. Yeah. Which is always never, blows my mind. Never partner with Littlefinger. That's, right. If anything's learned anything. I told you not to trust me. <laughs> I'm going to roll today. Oh, God. They have one last interaction, like... I think that would be very cool. Oh, look at the, look at you, Varys. The, I think well. they have one of the most interesting dynamics of any two characters in the show between them. Like you said, they're both on opposite opposite sides, but they play the same game. That's that's <laughs> that's that's I like that. I'm gonna cut that out, and I'm gonna add me <laughs> saying it. <laughs> so, what would you take? A little finger conversation with Varys or Sansa and Arya? No, Arya and Jon being reunited. What would you rather have? I know. Last time I said Littlefinger and Varys. There was reshoots, okay, people? It's, it's, it's still our product. Whatever. Before I said I would <laughs> I would take the little finger and Vera's conversation, but actually now I, w- I want to kind of see Arya just meeting her family again. Yeah, you know what? I'm probably going to take Littlefinger and Vera. <laughs> no, I'd take, I take John and Arya. It's very tough. I mean, John, that's the only one of the fam- uh, his family members that we've seen him connect with. And it's only been like, it was only like one episode, like one scene. And Bran. But not, Stick not to that extent. End. No, it in was... the show especially because we saw the scene. What'd you say? Stick him with the pointy end. Yeah. Stick him with the good point. advice. Yeah. <laughs> um, but that's the only like moment like there's Rob embraces him before he leaves, but we never. Farewell, Snow. Yeah, we don't really get like like in the books you get the thoughts, the memories that they have in their chapters of them reflecting in the past about their family relationships. But in the show, you only get to see him and Arius because even when he met Sansa back and they. Had no prior relationship at all. I was still like, "Oh my god, yes, oh my god. <laughs> that's so that's so happy." These people, but it's it was Sansa and John. Imagine yeah, she now was all... such a douche to him. Yeah, now imagine now at Arya. But I'm still gonna have to go Littlefinger and Varys. That's just too fucking. They meet for the first time, just... and Arya's like, "For the watch." How long it's been, and where they are now, and how they rose up, and are on different sides. And Littlefinger's now with the Starks, and Varys is with a Targaryen. Yeah, it's like what the fuck. It's kind of like oh well. And those were some of the best written scenes from the early, earlier seasons. Oh, of course, yeah. When they castrated you, did they take the pillow with the stones? I've always wondered. Have you? Do you spend a lot of time wondering what's between my legs? All right, so let's go to the Brotherhood. Brotherhood without banners. The last time we saw them was with the Hound, where they convinced the Hound to fight with them. So, I mean, obviously they're going north. Do you see them crossing paths with Arya, Melisandre? What, what, what is the role of the Brotherhood going forward? Are they just foot soldiers? I think it's going that way. Like, I don't know what stories they can have other than... Essentially, they're the vehicle for the Hound to get up north, and I feel like once the Hound starts doing his, his thing, we'll stop seeing the Brotherhood. Well, what do you think their purpose was in the show as a whole? I mean, I know to come back, because I know what their purpose was in season three. They had a role to play, but to bring them back now is kind of... I think it was for the Hound. For the Hound? Yeah, because he has the scenes with oh. Brother Ray, and he realizes that I can redeem myself by fighting against the White Walkers. But you could have easily had him have that... Uh, that moment by himself with brother ray you don't have to kill off well brother. maybe it has something to do with the red god because do you think john is convinced that the red god is real at this point that he's uh, starting to favor the red god he got kind of got resurrected but he was, the... he was a little freaked out by it obviously but because he sends away melisandre you have her going south you have this new red priest going uh north what new red priest thoros not new they've met each other no but i'm saying for john oh okay well you psycho i don't know 
Do you uh, think the fact that John was resurrected will affect him at the White Walkers in any way? Because I know they like resurrect the dead, but if he's already been resurrected, like what would happen? Yeah, that's weird. I mean, he's experienced. I feel like him being brought back to life has to have some kind of significance besides just bringing him back. Well, I think it was just uh, way out of his Night's Watch. His vows? Vows, yeah. I, I think it was just bad storytelling. I just, I wish I it'd be. That, that was one of the most disappointing things for me in season six. And I love season six, but the fact that it wasn't more significant that this person was killed and then brought back to life. He's an honorable man. You don't want him to change character and just leave the Night's Watch to go south after he's been so stubborn to do so. In you the think past. that's why George killed him off in the books? To leave the Night's Watch? Yes. Why else would he? I feel like there has to be some, maybe some kind of delayed gratification that we. That maybe it's not well, even in the books yet. I mean, I don't know how far the books go necessarily. But well, the whole thing with John was always kill the boy, become the man. And that was literally he gets, what happened. He gets killed, right? He's the Messiah figure in this show. And it's obviously going back to there's an old tale about some guy who was killed and then resurrected in three days. Was it three days for John? I think in the books it could be more drawn out because if you had John just sitting around corpse just chilling for a whole season, uh, when we all know he's coming back, it just would have been I felt wasted. So I think, think he's going to be a zombie in the books. Well, like almost stone hard, but he has his conscious; he can still speak. Well, they say everything a little bit gets taken out of you every time you're brought back. Beric alludes to that. He might be a little different, but I haven't seen anything drastically change from his character before. You think Arya and Gendry reunite with the Brotherhood? Because Gendry is coming back in Season 7. Um, Arya is coming north, and we see her in Northern Garb. So what is that interaction going to be like with her and the Hound? The Red Woman. Beric Dondarrion. The Ross of Mere. Ilin Payne. The Mountain. Would you shut up? I can't sleep until I say the names. The names of every fucking person in Westeros. Because this is a character that she had on her list. You could tell by the end of their adventure that she was beginning to care for him. But she doesn't mercy kill him. She just leaves him to rot. Yeah, I mean, the Hounds, he has very uh, interesting relationships with both Arya and Sansa as well. So both the reunions will be it'll be interesting to see how uh, those interactions play out. I think Arya, after all she's been through, uh, going to Bravos and all that, I don't think she'll be angry or whatever. Or She might be a little shocked, but I don't think she like, holds a grudge. She left him there to die, but I don't think she would have killed him on his own if that never happened. It seemed like she left him because she'd rather deal with the uncertainty of him being alive than, like, knowing for sure that he was dead. Because, like, she did, she didn't hate him, I think, by the end, necessarily. No, definitely not. She chose to stay with him over Brienne. Come with me, Arya. I'll take you to safety. Safety? Where the fuck's that? Her auntie Neary's dead. Her mother's dead. Her father's dead. Her brother's dead. Winterfell is a pile of rubble. There's no safety, you dumb bitch. You don't know that by now. You're the wrong one to watch over her. But that's a good point. I've never seen somebody bring that up, that she didn't want to kill him because she wanted to believe that there was a possibility he was still alive. Because she was going to leave either way. She I had mean, it leave. was a pretty awful thing to do. Like, the dude was suffering. I feel like mercy killing would have been the right thing to do. It could go either way. Like, she didn't mercy kill him. But it also left the potential for her, like, I don't, I think for her to think he could be alive. Well, she's either end. a sad sadist or... She wanted I mean, him to she be alive. chopped up some dudes and put them into a pie and made their dad eat it. So Arya's got some issues. <laughs> yeah, and I, I, I think chef. I think one of the reasons why she didn't kill the hounds right there is because the showrunners wanted to bring him back later. You know, this is when it gets to the territory where, <laughs> you know, I think season seven is going to be done because they want to make money. <laughs> 
Oh, just God, going out there, fucking it up. So I, I do think Arya. Um, well, what about Arya and Melisandre? Arya's That's an very... interesting dynamic there. Yeah, I don't think they're going to run into each other in season seven. I think Melisandre is going to head towards Dragonstone to meet with Daenerys to try to get in her favor. That's what we saw in the trailer, that she was basically overlooking Dragonstone. Yeah, it appeared to be Dragonstone. It makes sense. You know, a red priestess, uh, dragon queen coming to Westeros. And Tyrion was ready to have the support of the red priestess and Marine. So do you think they would take in Melisandre as an advisor? I'm sure they will, but then again, Varys is not a fan of magic, so... If we assume that Jon and Daenerys are going to meet up and Davos sees Melisandre, you think she'll just dye her hair? <laughs> <laughs> no, but that probably won't end well. But Arya, yeah, I she said it looked like they were going to have a confrontation, Arya and Melisandre, but I, I don't know where that's going to happen. Arya's very... I don't, like. There's the Shakespeare play, Titus Andronicus, and like the whole putting people into a pie and making their parent eat it is like that happens in that play and the way it ends it's like they all just kind of die <laughs> it's because it's a shakespeare tragedy the pie thing isn't i feel like that can't be a coincidence if george has to be drawing something that's from not that. from george it's uh, not it's, it's, no that's it's, D. then it's not, they, they it's have not aria to be. but there it's like alluded to that the fray pie in winterfell how uh i think it's the manor lays oh yeah yeah then the okay. fact that they made it so explicit in the show i feel like has to mean something I mean, well, if I they want to draw shows. something from Shakespeare, then whatever. Well, Unless the they old, were just the doing old tale it to do of it. The uh, rat cook, right? From the What Night's Watch. That's where the, the story came from, I think. Oh, with, um, yeah, the rat cook, where he says that somebody invited somebody into, into their house and gave them the guest the right. The yeah. guest right, and then. And then he cooked them up into a pie. Chef Arya with the pot. Um, well, with well, Melisandre. I think that just. Sh- well, f- going back to Arya for a second. It was act like you didn't say it. Yeah. <laughs> I think that shows the pie scene that she's just gone. She's, she hasn't gone bananas, but wow, she has she she's, changed she's from her cold. season one. Yes, yeah. But you I think, feel like the potential for her that was always there. Well, she's it's kinda, like Arya's kind of like like she herself was a weapon, and now she's like honed. Yes. Yeah, like I'm going to cut that out. <laughs> weapon, then was honed. Well, you think that she's like a complete like sociopath now? No, she's not a sociopath. You can tell that she still has her humanity. Okay. But she's obsessed with survival. She will take out anybody that ever threatens her. I mean, her. which makes sense. She's been on the run. I feel yeah, like she's the only seen. character who's really been on the run the whole show. And it's not like we've rooted for people who just kill people all the time. I think of, like, Dexter, the kind of same character that would just kill bad people. That's kind of like Arya. It's not like she's going around murdering innocent people. She's, she's just... Batman who kills. Dead yeah. parents, goes to train with assassins, comes back. <sighs> <laughs> She's Batman who kills. Like you said, she's not killing innocent people here. She does stab that little fat guy in season wow. one. Batman, Arya, and Batman. Wow. Oh, that would be a big two. I would love to see an <laughs> oh, Arya. Perfect Robin. As uh, Stephanie Brown? Oh, my God. We need to call DC. They're going to be like, no, we'll get <laughs> Selena Gomez. <laughs> so, yeah, that's the Brotherhood Without Banners. <laughs> I just I don't see them doing much. I feel like sometimes it's just easier to bring back characters the audience is already familiar with for like visual purposes. I think they're just joining the All Star team that's well, fighting the White Walkers. And maybe they'll have some kind of moment when they die eventually while fighting the White Walkers because I don't see them living for well, very Beric long. Well, Beric never dies. We all bloody die except this one here. We all die. Except I'm thinking Thoros dies and then Beric dies, and he's like, oh no. <laughs> Well, you could think of maybe uh, Beric might be able to, in the future season, give his his life for the somebody. kiss of life to someone else. Where Thoro, yeah, because we're not falls. getting Stoneheart. No, way. no, no. 
But also, again, I think it would be a little bit too much if that happens, John getting resurrected, just for the show aspect of it. Right, because the show is very reluctant to bring in certain magical elements from the books, which I kind of enjoy. Some of the things like the glamour in the book, the whole story with Mance Raider. I, I actually enjoyed that very much in the Yeah, book. well, you'd enjoy Harry Potter because it's all fucking magic all the time. <laughs> I don't know why I don't you know don't like you Harry Potter. Get, I, everyone says from the last like episode that I hate Harry Potter. It was just a joke. Come on, people. No, but people hate you for that, and you should apologize. <laughs> Never. Melisandre in season seven. She left, right? Like, she's not with John anymore. Yeah, John told her to get the fuck out of here. And Davos gave one of his best performances of the whole series. You come back north, and I'll hang you for a murderer. The anger in his That was a fucking great scene. Oh, but Liam, Liam Cunningham, so that? underrated in that show. I love Davos. It was the only way. You burnt a little girl alive. I only do what my lord commands. If he commands you to burn children, your lord is evil. He's one of the best characters. I think in he's the show. top five character. So we'll save it for uh, another episode. Hot pie. Da- Hot pie. Uh, <laughs> the pie that was promised. It makes sense Lamy. for them to all run into each other again. Oh. Lamy. <laughs> Lamy. R.I.P. What the <laughs> fuck is a Lamy? Um, I I do think that's deep cuts. Something that would happen them meeting up on the road, the oh, Brotherhood, no. Melisandre. Where do you think Gendry plays in with hey, this season? Hey, Thoros, though? guess what I did? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if Gendry's gonna run into them. I don't like. I don't like. I don't like them bringing back. Let me say it one more time. I don't like them bringing back <laughs> Gendry and Nymeria. It feels like, oh, remember Gendry? He was the, the Nymeria. Boy. I think that's awesome. So don't take yeah, that. Yeah, I want them to bring back Nymeria. Yeah, because it would make you feel fuzzy in the inside. It doesn't make sense. There's no logical explanation that they would be able to find each other. In They're the fucking north. connected. They're n- not in the show. You don't know that. You think Ari's a warg in the show? You think they're all wargs? They still have the connection with their wolves. Oh, that's ridiculous. You've been how, so how sentimental. How is it ridiculous? You don't think Ghost and John? How did Ghost find John back at the... Uh, because he sniffed him. You think uh, Nymeria's... Go- sniffed him. That's Arya. Nymeria's sniffed him. Wait, where, where, where did Ghost find John? Ghost, found, Ghost left John, came back, and saved Sam. John doesn't see Ghost again until I guess when he goes well, he's back. He's not a dummy. To he knows how to get to the to say. Oh yeah, but not, no way, Nymeria. Where is Nymeria? She might be chilling in Dorne at this point. Those if wolves... fucking if if Drogon can go down and find Daenerys. At oh the... oh, what? Oh. <laughs> Drogon... and dragons are definitely the same thing. Yeah, wolves and dragons, <laughs> same intelligence. He's he's like, oh, I'm getting pissed at her now too. <laughs> We're opening up. They have connect. It's just, it's their connections. What does the Maester say about dragons? That they might be even smarter than humans. Wolves, not so much. She's probably coming back, Nymeria. It's a. It would be cool to see it. I wouldn't oppose it. Would be it. cool to see it. But can't you see where I'm coming from? That they kill ex- Summer like that. They need to bring back another direwolf. Cause I'm still pissed about. Oh that. yeah, <laughs> talking about direwolf intelligence. <laughs> Fucking jumps in the mosh pit of whites. <laughs> you know those two seconds. <laughs> that allowed Hodor to get that to hold the door. <laughs> Those two seconds. Big two seconds. Underrated. Yeah, yeah, don't, don't. It's like basketball where a tenth of a second could change the game. Oh, Summer, just turn around and run, you stupid. <laughs> Should have zigzagged. Well, that's Rick <laughs> Stark's quick temper is slow minds. Name the character. Littlefinger. Damn, he's quick. So that's the Brotherhood. Oh. <laughs> Now, you love Brienne. I love Brienne because I also love Jamie and their whole friendship journey thing. They're was, not going to get back together. I know they're not. They're never going to meet each it's other It's just again. a hope I have. But realistically, I think Brienne is just going to be chilling with the Starks of North. Yeah, I think she's going to be going off on White Walkers I think she may or may not try to return the sword because technically it is a Stark sword. Yeah, technically it and is. And I think they'll have her keep it because... <laughs> <laughs> He's waiting so long to make that. That's why is he still on my bed? <laughs> well, yeah, you do bring up an interesting point that uh, 
Brienne's sword is actually Ned's sword melted down to give him to Jamie. So I <laughs> Who's got the other sword? It was Tom. It was Joffrey. I guess passed down to Tom in. Who knows? No one really knows in the book Tom. either. Sir, what, Sir Pounce, maybe? <laughs> Sir Pounce, yeah. <laughs> Tom has got um, hops. It's interesting because she never really made a mention to like uh, Sansa or John. Like, hey, I have your dad's sword. She's like kind of hiding it in the back. It's like, oh, is that Valerian seal? No. Does Brienne no. know it is a Stark sword? What does Tom yes. use? Mac Did they tell or her explicitly? It's yours. I can't accept it. Must be forged from that Stark sword. You'll use it to defend that Stark's daughter. Jamie tells her yeah, that you'll be defending knows. Ned Stark's daughter with his sword when he gives it to her. Well, I think with Brienne's honor, she will try to give it back. But they have the long claw now. She tried to give it to Jamie after she met Sansa. <laughs> yeah, what is what 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 the hell was that? True love. She she was trying one last <laughs> chance. Like, well, I'll give him a sword back. Maybe she'll give me his sword in return. Hello. <laughs> and that's part three. That'll be the end of our <laughs> channel. Um, Brienne and Tormund. You think it could happen? Uh, no, I think that's just a funny thing. Yeah, it's a nice little joke. Well, Brienne, I mean... Doesn't Tormund, doesn't he have, like, a family? In the books, yeah. In the books, he's got, like, a whole whole sitcom based on his <laughs> life. And he f basically fucked a bear, right? That's another thing. Well, that's a whole theory that a bear was Lyanna Mormont's mother. The old bear. The young bear. Right, little relax. bear. The, have, you've read that theory, though. Yes. That Tormund is uh, Lyanna's father. You haven't read that theory, have you? No, I haven't. It's oh, ridiculous. my God. I know a theory that Aaron you doesn't know. You said Lyanna is Tormund's father? Daughter. I thought you said Mormon. father. I was she like, could what? be his father. Well, <laughs> <laughs> well, you're thinking about like interesting characters going north and meeting up. You, we had mentioned the Hound with Sansa and Arya, but the Hound and Brienne too. Last time they met each other, rematch. They didn't leave at the best of terms. A uh, rematch. Hound wins. Brienne was smoking him. He had a little neck injury. <laughs> <laughs> he had a little neck injury. Yeah, they were fighting dirty too. That was that was like deep down. They were fucking. No hold boards, no oh, hits. Oh no! It wasn't even a sword fight. It was just. But I think the hound, the hound should be a better, I think, fighter than Brienne. But in the show, Brienne's much better than she is in the books. And in, I think in the show, she could probably beat one of the best swordsmen in the whole continent. Me, Andres, and Manny were having a conversation. Who would win, Brienne or John? Brienne. Brienne. That's what I said. And Andres was like, "Well, John, you know, he's a prince that was promised." But no. Brienne is just, she's better. Brienne would eat him. Literally. Yeah. <laughs> she's beaten Loras. She's beaten. And Loris is supposed to be good. Yeah, Loris is one really of the better good. ones. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Rip Loris. Jamie, Jamie, <laughs> Jamie, but he He's was ripping uh, every Jamie in character. chains, and he was in jail for like in a cell for three months. He was weak. No, I don't count that fight. Still, still a good victory though to yeah. beat a you know a, an injured Jamie. That's still pretty impressive. I wish we could have saw a prime Jamie. I wish that they did the thing with his hand that it moved, and it's not just like some weird kind of mannequin hand chilling on him. What, what is like it? Star Wars? Star Wars? <laughs> he gets a robotic hand. testing at his. <laughs> But, like, hand. you said that they're reluctant to do any magic things. That's what happens in the books, right? Like, his hand moves. No, it doesn't. What? No. You haven't read the books. I <laughs> Where is this coming from? I want his hand to move. You got to stay off Reddit. <laughs> There's no... <laughs> that would be cool, though, a magic spell where, you like, the golden hand moves. I would... I thought it did. It. I was, like, so positive oh, that the hand moved. Every other magic thing in the books, but a moving golden hand. Nope, that's where I draw the line. That's ridiculous. ridiculous yeah. It's Mance Raider becoming somebody else, and then he's somebody else, and then he goes on a secret spy mission. That's fine. So what about um? So that's the Brienne. Tyrell grandma who was like, I'm going to get revenge. Oh, we didn't actually talk about her. Do you think time. she's going to do anything? I just remembered that right now. You ever now. see pictures of her when she was younger? <laughs> She kind of looks like Marjorie. It's crazy. Yeah, I think, you know, I think that house is going to support Daenerys, but I can almost see that character being excluded entirely. Or maybe she becomes an advisor. Olena? Yeah. But they focused on her. Like, they gave her a whole scene where she was like, with the, where was she? 
She with was the with the Martells. Right. Yeah, I well, feel like something has to come of that. If Daenerys does take the uh, Iron Throne for even if it's just a moment, I think Elena might have a seat on her small council, something like that. Not doing the politicking in the background, kind of like she's been the rest of the seasons. That but would be a hell of a small council, Elena. Tyrion, Tyrion, Varys, Grey Worm, who, uh, Barristan. Oh wait, terrible. By the way, the worst decision they ever made. Terrible. I'm not gonna get into it now, but come on, they could have kept Barristan. Barristan needs to go out better than a bunch of noblemen or knights. Um, <sighs> so that's interesting to tell. Uh, interesting too. Uh, also with the Martells, because if you guys didn't know, they, they killed Tyrion's uh, niece. Spoilers. Whoa, I missed it. Yeah, what the hell? Remember the whole boat thing? Somehow they ended up on the boat with them, and and she was like, "Yeah, oh, no, I no, know that... you're my uncle, dad. Totally cool." <laughs> yeah, <that's a> different <laughs> uncle, <one>. dad, <laughs> uncle, dad, and aunt, mom. Yeah, but they poisoned her, and then the sand snakes ended up on the boat somehow. But uh, I don't remember. That. Well, they need the Tyrell swords. So if Tyrion finds out about that, Tyrell—that's that's not not the Tyrell, the Martell swords. Martell and Tyrell both don't have an heir right now. Really? So no one has a fucking It seems heir. like the Martells are just a matriarch kind of thing. Right. If, that's if, that's if the way think it's about it, But no, they're all sand. If you think about it, there's going to be no heirs left in the big houses. Well, Tyrion will have... All right, the Lannister house. Might right. be the only house that lives on. Because if Jon never... If Jon's a Targaryen or he stays a snow, he has no Stark children. Tyrell's done. Uh, Martell's done. Daenerys, it's, if they do take the Targaryen name, whoever she marries, if she does have kids, it's said that she cannot have kids again in the books. Baratheon. That the dragons are the only children that she'll Gendry. ever have. Gendry. Might, uh, they might legitimize him, put him on a dragon's side. Yeah, so, I mean, realistically. and uh, Well, that's happened before. Theon and, can't, you know. Well, Asha. <laughs> Rip Theon. Yara? Yeah, but, uh, <laughs> he's not dead. But in, oh, it, yeah, but in, but in Westeros... It. The custom, the name only gets passed down from the male. So I'm just saying that the name Stark, the Targaryen, times they are a change. Martell might are not going to be there at the well, end. Well, it's happened before in Westerosi, Westerosi, well, I'll imagine <laughs> that. Westeros history where house is just, it's just a new house. You know, the Lannisters didn't always have Casterly Rock. It was the Casterlys. But it, it changes all the time. Yeah, I'm just saying that's this nice little thing that I put out there. But uh, <laughs> good for you. Interesting, <laughs> interesting to see though with Daenerys and the Martells that uh, what decision she does make does she choose Tyrion's side of just prosecute them for killing his niece, or is she gonna want the spheres more than she cares about getting Tyrion's revenge for him? At the end of the day, he's the hand of the king. I I, I would assume that she would take Tyrion's side. Do you see Cersei and Tyrion having a scene in season seven? Boy, would I love that. Maybe. I hope he's whipping a dragon. He shows up. Would the Stark like- biggest mistake was cutting off Rickard St- Car Stark's head. For the Lannisters, it was getting rid of Tyrion. Kind of hope it's like kind of like a bittersweet like last goodbye, like where they're maybe she's dying or Tyrion's there, and they kind of reflect on what happened and like how things that have turned out. That one nice out. conversation they had in season two. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, just like, not like where they're like reminiscing and like, you know, everything's good, but it's just kind of like, it's, you know, it's ironic. Tragic. It's like an ironic scenario where Cersei is falling and, and her demise and Tyrion's uh, come up to hand of the king. And then, but I do think Jamie would be the one to probably kill Cersei and kill himself. <laughs> With his moving golden hands. <laughs> it's a force choker. <laughs> Yeah, as for the Greyjoys, you said that Theon can't have an heir, but Yara's going to be the ki- queen of the Iron Islands. But, I mean, the reason Yara's not queen of the Iron Islands now is because they don't necessarily take heredi- 
I guess, genetics or family lines into account when picking a king. With the Greyjoys, I feel like that's another, you mentioned with Varys and Littlefinger, how they kind of just took a step back in their role in the show as going from supporting characters to kind of supporting, supporting characters. I think that's kind of what happened with the Greyjoys, because now they're in a storyline that includes Daenerys, Tyrion, Varys, and all these other main characters where they kind of take a back seat now. Yeah, they're playing with the big dogs. But I think Yara could be a military commander. She Possib- could uh, lead the Navy. Yeah, lead the Navy, because she's an expert at that. And I think that's where they'll get into the confrontation with Euron, who's another character where I have I have no idea why he's even in the show. I, I think they'll address that. After the mis- mistake they made with the Sand Snakes and everything like that, I feel like they can't do it again. Is he going to whip out the horn? <laughs> how cr- How would you lose your mind if he if, whipped if out? It's like in the middle of the battle, he hears, uh, Yeah. Shogun just looks at him and like, hop on. Saddle up, Well, even though the horn's supposed to kill you if you blow it, but... Well, he has other people do it. Okay. Here. <laughs> uh, hey, just blow this horn. It'll be fun. <laughs> test it out for me. Yeah, hey, you want to be hand, hand of the king? Blow this. <laughs> Talking about the horn. Shortest <laughs> hand of the king ever. So when people first spotted this actress on set, everybody thought, oh, it's just a body double for Sansa, because they both have red hair. Uh, the actress' name is Megan Parkinson, and they say she's going to be... She's going to have a major scene with one of the major characters. A lot of people are assuming that she is Alice Karstark, who was the only daughter of Rickard Karstark. When you know the guy that Rob beheads, you know the dumbest thing that anybody's ever done in the show. <laughs> Rip Rob. Oh, what about not as de- dumb as Ned telling Cersei his big plans before? <laughs> it's the only time in fictional history where the good guy revealed his plan to the villain <laughs> instead of the other way around. Rip Ned. Rip Ned, man. I wish I could have Ned back. Fucking love that guy. Scene Bean. <laughs> Wow, you're just on a roll today, aren't you? <laughs> you use a cruciate curse. Um, what's that? Are you gonna watch them? <laughs> if you read Harry Potter, you would know. Four hundred million worldwide. What do you think? You yeah, think this Jake is Hall and Platinum about any features? Uh, if I have to hear that another fucking time, <laughs> what does that mean? I have no idea. I just think it's funny. I think it's got to be Karstark. I think that makes the most sense. Because the story in the books, we won't get into the books, but it's she goes to the wall and then John marries her off to one of the Thens. What a dick. Well, they, they start a new noble house. No, but the Thens aren't really the most uh, eligible bachelors in Westeros. Well, I think she, he's going to marry her to Were the Thens the one that ate people? Yep. Yeah, they were the ball. <laughs> you got to try crew. Classic. Classic cannibalism. <laughs> what does he say to Ollie? Which I'm glad that happened now. Looking back on it. Oh, when he when he has him by the neck? You know, Ali, I, I, I'm sympathetic towards Ali. Fuck Ali, He's a dude. kid. I just hate Ali because that was John's last word instead of ghost, but... Um, Al's car so Ollie! Should've been ghost. Ollie. Ghost! I think he's... I think she's going to marry Tormund instead, and that's gonna be the pairing in contrast to the books. Or she could be Jon Snow's queen. The North doesn't have an heir. Well, I mean, if Jon and Karstark get together... Then he's at son, least half a Stark. Yeah. But I feel like it's a little underwhelming for John to come up so far and bring his wife to be some new character. I feel like it has to be more... There's no time to focus on a wedding. Like, I feel like it just... No one should be getting married. Well, they could do a shotgun wedding. Because, like, people get married and then they to, die, so... We have to assume that she's playing somebody major. If she's think, sharing a scene with well, a major just could character. Be, I, could that be that she is the Recasting head of Recasting of Egret. <laughs> <laughs> well, you just... John does have a thing for redheads. Yeah, he's a, he's a redhead. That's why if John and Sansa get together, no. oh, ew. it could just be just as simple as um, she's Johnson. ahead of Car Stark and John's just trying to um, right the wrongs of Rob and bring the Car Starks back into the fray. And 
I just say Frey. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, get the North together to rally and go North. Every time we get this far into a video, I wonder, are people still watching? Oh, wow, you must like it. So, if you like it, might as well like it. You know, press the like button. And if you didn't like it, dislike it. I don't care. No, I do care. Don't, don't do that. Subscribe too. You know, I, I hate these things. Subscribe, like, like, subscribe, like, the, uh, uh. Just enjoy it, okay? And see you July 9th.